Welcome to Hubs and Drivers, a podcast for building product marketers, sponsored by Build Marketing. I'm Dave Sladak, host of today's episode. Today's topic, storytelling through content marketing. Every product manufacturer has a story to tell. It could be about new product innovations, a new initiative the company wants to tout, or news about a new employee, or an insight that the company has. The question is, how do you get your story out there? How does a brand get recognized to tout all the great things that this brand has to talk about? I'm here today with Jeff Donaldson, our Senior Vice President of Content Marketing and Public Relations. And Jeff's usually in the opposite role here, doing what I'm doing today, hosting the event. And it's big shoes to fill. But Jeff, how are you today? I'm doing well. We have shifted chairs today, no question. Absolutely. Well, Jeff, we want to get your expertise today on something that's really, really critical to a lot of what we do here at Build Marketing and in marketing in general today. And that's the idea of telling your story through content marketing. Well, you know, you said it, Dave, every organization has a story to tell. And I like to say in many ways, if you can think back to the time when you told a kid a story, whether you've sat down with your own children or your niece or your nephew or a child you know, and you've had the opportunity to read them a story, if you look at how their eyes light up when they're reading that story, they don't want you to skip a page. Stories have impact. They're memorable. And when you are an organization and you have a story to tell, you need to be the one to tell it. It's about reputation management in many ways when you think about it, and you wanna be the one to manage your reputation. So what are the tenets of that story? It's your value propositions, your differentiators, what you do well in the marketplace. And that's about, as you pointed out, driving awareness, driving credibility. And the key is the paradigm has shifted, as you know, over the past many years. 15, 20 years ago, if we were having this conversation, in many ways, if you want to tell your story, you've got to get the media to cover you. That's still critical. Public and media relations are still an integral component of any integrated content marketing program. But brands have the ability to be publishers of their own, right? They have their own websites. They have their own channels. We now have the technology. Companies have the technology. This podcast is an example of that. We have the ability and the technology to help tell our story as an organization, as a marketing organization. So it's a different paradigm. But again, it's about telling an impactful story. So it sounds like today's game for content marketing has really changed. There's an awful lot to consider. What, in your mind, makes up a good content marketing strategy? We have a very specific organizing principle, as you know, Dave, that we work with clients to implement when we start working with them. It's called the Storytelling Engine, and we're going to make this available for download in the show notes uh, of this episode. But it has eight gears, and what we like to say to clients is it isn't a one-off engagement. This is about a continuum of activity to really create that engine that's generating stories for your brand. So in gear one... We confirm your voice as a building products manufacturer. What do you sound like in the marketplace? Do you know what you should sound like? Do you have that core messaging nailed down? And does your organization create a scenario where the professionals, the stakeholders within your organization can tell that story in a compelling and consistent way so that everybody is singing the same song? We like to say that when you go to a musical performance and you hear people perform, Somebody might be singing soprano, somebody might be singing tenor, somebody might be singing alto. But what unifies them? It's the sheet of music they're singing off of, right? So that's that core messaging. We want to make sure we know what we sound like and what we should sound like before we go out in the marketplace. In gear two, we identify the issues. Every industry has its issues or trends that are going on. 
What's our perspective on those issues? Do we have a perspective? Can we offer a point of view with insight and perspective through our subject matter experts? Where does our brand stand on some of those issues? And in general, we need to be aware of what's going on around us so that we can effectively ensure that our message resonates in the marketplace. In gear three, we uncover the assets. That's about that story mining process. Story mining is a term you'll hear a lot when it comes to content marketing. It's about diving into the organization and understanding what stories are there. You, made, you, you offered up some examples at the top there. Is it a new executive that we've appointed? Is it an innovation we're introducing in the marketplace? Have we purchased a new facility to expand our capabilities in some way? Are we changing our brand name? There are so many stories Big, medium, and small within an organization that we want to tell. We want to constantly be mining for, for them, keeping our ear to the ground and understanding them within the organization. In gear four, we call it generating compelling content. That's about identifying the con content assets that we want to create. Is it a news release we've decided we want to develop? Do we want to deliver a blog post or develop a case study or a project profile? Is it an opinion piece in some way? Is it a media pitch? Is it a social media graphic? Is it all of those things? Because you want to make sure that you're merchandising whatever story that you've developed in a compelling way across all of the channels. In Gear 5, we confirm our audiences. Now, of course, as a brand, you need to know who your audiences are at the very top. That's something that's critical when you implement any integrated marketing program. But in content marketing and public relations and media relations, when you've developed a content asset, you want to understand if there's maybe a specific audience for that content asset that you're going to be focusing on, or is it a broader audience? So we want to confirm that audience and understand who we want it to resonate with before we deliver it to the marketplace. In Gear 6, it's multi-channel engagement. Are we distributing a news release? Are we pitching this to the media? Again, are we posting a blog post or a case study? Are we implementing or merchandising whatever content asset we've developed into an e-marketing program? How is it a social media post? Is it all of those things? And what is the timing connected to that? It's a very intricate planning process that you need to undertake. And then it's about, in Gear 7, managing and cultivating. You, you want to manage and cultivate engagement with your prospects and customers if you're sending out an e-blast. You want to understand how it's landed, how people are reacting in some way, and you can gather learnings from that. And then when it comes to media and public relations, you really want to make sure that uh, as a building products manufacturer, you're carefully being walked through that process. We have a very specific methodical process when it comes to media relations. If we get a reporter, and the term, Dave, is on the hook. We have a, a reporter that's interested. They want to cover a story. They want to interview somebody with our, our client or, or the company that we're representing. So we do a risk-reward assessment. We want to anticipate the questions that a reporter might ask. We want to make sure that our client puts its best foot forward in a media interview because that's a highly charged engagement that can really offer up great ROI with great preparation. And then of course, in gear eight, it's measure and assess. Everything has to be measurable today, right? PR, content marketing, of course, is measurable as well. When it comes to content marketing, when it's something that's an owned media engagement, in other words, as a brand, you are delivering this information, it's e-marketing or social media, of course, there are plenty of uh, metrics that you can look at, whether it's click-through rate, click to open, right? And that's connected to email. Social media metrics, there are plenty out there. But when it comes to the PR and media relations side of it, of course, we used to call it getting ink back in the day. Today, it's earned media placements. It's about earning that media. And, and that's key. I want to underscore earned because it has greater credibility when you earn it. Of course, paid media is an important component to any integrated marketing program. But when you earn something in earned media, it has even additional credibility. So 
the number of earned media placements, the media, earned media impressions connected to that, the eyeballs that might have seen something, whether it's a printed piece or something online. And then, of course, you can delve even further. Do you want to know your share of voice as a brand? Do you want to understand the sentiment of the coverage that you've gotten? And even message pull-through. Let's say we've identified four messages as part of a program that we're putting out there, whether it's a, a huge integrated program or something small. If the media covers it, we want to identify if we can check the box on those key messages. So again, I want to point out that this storytelling engine that we've developed is what we like to call our organizing principle. It's at the heart of our practice. And it really helps drive a client's program throughout the year and in many ways in perpetuity because this isn't something that's one-off. It has to be happening all the time. Well, Jeff, as you just explained, there are many moving parts to a really strong content strategy. Talk a little bit about repurposing content. You know, when you take the time to mine for a story and tell it and put all the resources and assets into it, you want to make sure you're getting as much mileage as possible out of whatever it is. So we were talking about it a, a little bit earlier. First, you identify the story, and that's in that story mining process. And then you determine what content asset you're developing. But it can be multiple content assets. Perhaps we develop a news release that is about a key news item that we want to share in the marketplace. But that news release isn't just us sending out that news release. We want to post it on our website so that in some sense it's owned media as well. We've distributed to the media. We hope perhaps they're going to cover the news that we've delivered. We hope maybe they're interested in interviewing an SME or somebody within our organization or folded into coverage that they're planning. But it becomes an own media asset as well. And then we want to share that on social media as well and ensure that people are seeing it, that our followers are hearing about that news in some way. And maybe we decide that some of the metrics or the numbers in that news release are great social media graphics, so we create a separate social media graphic in some way. Or if we develop a case study for one of uh, our clients and it tells a great story about how their product is solving a real problem out in the marketplace with great pictures and Perhaps there are supporting quotes from an architect or the client, the client's client, the client's customer in some way. Sure, we want to post that on our website, but we want to pitch it to the media and see if perhaps, as we look at editorial calendar opportunities across the trade media, that they might be interested in including that project in their editorial content. And then in some way, maybe we want to share it with our prospects and customers in our e-marketing program by sending them to the case study on the website. You never want to be one note when it comes to content marketing. You have to play a number of notes. You have to push on every gear that's available. And we call that waterfalling content. Yes. Yeah. Waterfalling is absolutely key. And you want to think about that at the, at the, at the beginning of a, an engagement and ensure that you're making sure that you're implementing that plan. It just can't be one note. What advice would you give a brand to uh, take a look at content marketing over the long haul? Well, you know, as we've said quite a bit, the key is it's not a one-off engagement. There has to be a commitment at the very highest levels in a building uh, products manufacturer's company to be willing to sustain this kind of effort. It's not something that just, you know, you can take the example of a paid media program. You Decide how much money you're going to spend on it. You determine where your placements are going to be, and perhaps it's the three- or four-month engagement. Now, good brands are going to be doing paid media all the time, perhaps in spurts, but it's a finite engagement when you look at a paid media program. Earned, and, earned media and content marketing has to be something that is a commitment in perpetuity in many ways. It's something that has to be a continuum of activity, and that means committing to story mining, always making sure that you're determining what stories are available in the organization and finding compelling ways to tell it 
over and over again, constantly looking at ways to make sure your brand is out there so that you can generate credibility and awareness for your building products company. There's no doubt about it, content is king. And any strong marketing program includes a very effective content marketing strategy. That's it for this week. I'm Dave Sladek, filling in for Jeff Donaldson. This is Hubs and Drivers. See you next time.